It's been nearly a year since Congress passed and the president signed sweeping changes to the financial regulatory system. That law known as Dodd-Frank is supposed to create a new set of rules for the banking industry in order to prevent another great recession. But many of the rules required still have not been written, much less implemented. And vacancies in the Obama administration and in other top government posts are only adding to the delay. To find out more about the status of regulatory reform, we turn to Louise Story, Wall Street and finance reporter for The New York Times. Louise, welcome to the 411. Hi there. So more than two dozen of the Dodd-Frank regulations are behind schedule. What industries were these reforms meant to regulate? Well, this is supposed to reign in the banking sector. This was in response to the financial crisis of 2008. And last year, lawmakers uh, proposed all sorts of um, rules in the Dodd-Frank bill. They would have to do with consumer financial protection. They created a new bureau so that they can watch out for people's mortgages. They created a lot of rules having to do with derivatives. They came up with a lot of rules having to do with executive compensation. It's all supposed to reign in Wall Street. And uh, why have these? Why are these rules so behind schedule? Is it uh, heavy lobbying from uh, the banking industry? There are a few reasons. One is that they didn't give much more money or staffing to the regulators, like the Securities and Exchange Commission or the Federal Reserve, that are supposed to create them. But it's also because the banks are really pushing to slow these down. They would love nothing more than for some of the rules not to happen at all, or for them to happen much in a much longer time frame, because the rules threaten a lot of their profits. I understand the derivatives market is the most resistant to change. Why is that? Well, derivatives are a cash cow for the big banks. It's a market that is very tightly controlled by just a few banks. They make tens of billions of dollars of profits each year. And these reforms are supposed to bring some transparency to the market so people can actually see pricing here. And when that happens, it's widely expected that the banks may make less money in this area. So there's a lot of resistance, and that has slowed these rules down dramatically. Today, the Commodities Futures Trading Commission voted to delay certain rules that were to take effect next month. They delayed them until the end of December. So not only are we seeing delays in writing the rules, we're seeing the the rules that have been written, have gone through the process, are now delayed in getting implemented. What's going on there? Well, you know, it's interesting when you watch these roundtables or read the transcripts of these hearings, they have the bankers meeting with uh, government agencies like the CFTC about derivatives. And the bankers get up there and they say things like, you know, with all the paperwork we're going to have to redo for these rules, it could take, you know, 100 man years. That's one thing a Morgan Stanley banker said last month, 100 man years for us to comply with these. And so they're, they're really talking about the burden of complying. There is a kernel of truth to a lot of what they say, but uh, critics say it's very much exaggerated just so that they can have a longer period before this cuts into their profits. You know, the further we get away from the 2008 crisis, the more the outrage over what almost happened to our economy diminishes. Who's holding these bankers and these regulators and lawmakers' feet to the fire? Well, there are there are very few parties. I mean, in the derivatives area, some of the parties you see pushing for this are uh, 
um, smaller um, banks and brokerages, for instance, because uh, they're hoping the market will become more competitive and, and open up from the big banks. You have some customers, you know, pension funds out there, for instance, that lost a lot of money in the crisis. They're pushing regulators to pass rules to better protect pension funds. So there are some parties, but you're right, a lot of the political imperative to reign in Wall Street has really dropped. And, you know, with an election coming up just over a year from now, you'll really see a mixed situation where a lot of politicians want money from Wall Street. And so it'll be interesting to see how those politicians position themselves on these rules. Right. President Obama, a recent story in the New York Times about President Obama, who had called... uh, uh, Wall Street, uh, a bunch of fat cats now um, having to mend some fences there uh, from some some of his big donors from Wall Street. Let's talk very briefly about some of the vacancies. Dodd-Frank created new positions in the federal government, but many of these posts haven't been filled, the most prominent being the head of the Consumer Finance Protection Board. Tell me a little bit about um, how these vacancies affect the implementation of the Dodd-Frank Act. Well, if you don't have leaders um, in charge of these agencies, they can't put the rules into place. And there's also two longtime agencies that have vacancies. For instance, Sheila Bear is leaving the FDIC, you know, which protects deposits. And the OCC also has an acting comptroller. They regulate the biggest banks. So that's another holdup. There's not a leader at the helm in a lot of these big banking regulators. Louise Story reports on Wall Street for the New York Times. Thank you so much for joining us on the Financial 411. Thank you. This is WNYC.